0: Hey, welcome to the Christian Home and Family Podcast. I am Carrie Green, a retired pastor who is passionate about equipping people for radical faith that lasts generations. Here's a little sample of what you'll hear on this episode. Christ-following moms and Christ-following dads want with all their hearts to have a Christ-centered home. And when we talk about a Christ-centered home, there's many things that we could mention as we discuss it. We could talk about marriage and the importance of a unified Christ-centered marriage. We could talk about parenting and how to do that in a way that fosters a love for Jesus in the hearts of your children. We could talk about your home life, how to carry out Both the organization and the consistency of spiritual devotion and practices there in your home. We could talk about finances, family standards, communication. The list could go on and on and on. And those are vital things that you will hear many episodes of this podcast speaking to. But in this episode, I want to talk to you about something that is more foundational to a Christ centered home then all of those things, those things are great, but they are not where you should begin when you consider what it means to have a Christ-centered home. All of those things that I mentioned, I believe are the fruit of a Christ-centered home, but not the sources of the fruit. Christ himself is the source of Christ-centered fruit, right? You see how that makes sense. And you and I must remember that as we begin thinking about what it will take for us to have a Christ-centered home, Christ has got to be our focus. This is vital to remember. It goes back to the issue of foundations. As Jesus taught in Matthew 7, 24-29, in the final verses, verses 28 and 29, you can see that the people of Jesus' day noticed something different about his teaching. It says, And when Jesus finished these sayings... The crowds were astonished at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one who had authority, not as their scribes. You see, in their day, the scribes were like our modern-day pastors. They were people who took the word of God, in that case, the Old Testament, and would tell what it said. But they didn't do so with authority, in the sense that they had authority themselves. They always held the word of God up as the authority, which was wonderful. It's what they should have been doing. But what the people are noticing here is that Jesus himself is teaching things. He's expanding on scripture in ways that demonstrates he has authority. You see, his teaching doesn't just carry authority. His teaching is authority. It's the very word of God along with the rest of the Bible. And the life or the home that is built on his teaching is one that's well-founded, built on the strongest foundation. Jesus' way and Jesus' teaching is the only solid thing that your home or mine can be built on. So, we have to start there. That's the beginning of a Christ-centered home. And each one of us is, first of all, responsible for ourselves before we truly can be responsible for others. That includes spouse. That includes children. Our own lives have to be our primary areas of stewardship out of which all those other responsibilities flow. So if you are not the best you that Christ intends you to be, there's a problem there. In other words, a Christ-centered home is not possible if those who lead it are not Christ-centered themselves. And the words in the order of the name of this podcast actually reflect that truth. Christian, home, and family. Christian comes first. Before all else, you and I must be Christians, Christ followers, Christ like ones, disciples of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. It's more than a religious title that we pin on or that we monogram on our shirt. It's our identity. Everything else flows out of who we are in Christ. So stay with me on the podcast as we continue publishing more episodes, and we're going to explore that issue a ton more, what it means to be a Christ follower, to have Christ in us as moms and as dads who lead Christ-centered homes. Now you notice in the name also, Christian home and family home comes second. The relationships within our homes, beginning with the marriage relationship, and of course, there's the exception of single-parent homes. That's some of the largest stones at the bottom of the walls of our Christ-centered home are those relationships, the stability Of the relationship that exists between those who are leading the home husband and wife or a single parent is fundamental to the home's stability so don't get these two switched around a home centered on a marriage or on relationships instead of on christ is a home that's focused on an idol so we have to keep this straight and then finally in christian home and family comes the word family it comes last but sadly it's often where we begin when we start thinking about this issue. You see, our family as a whole can and should be Christ-centered in the way it functions and how it communicates and how we express Christ for the world to see. But our family can't and won't do those things if we get the order of focus switched around. The family cannot come first. Christ has to come first. First in our lives, as those leading the home, and then we'll be able to see more clearly in order to help the others in our family put Him first in their lives. So Christian, home, family, that's the order. It's where we always want to begin as we talk about what it takes to build a Christ-centered home. So let's do a little bit of application here. What will you do with this information? I mean, it's great just to nod our heads and say our amens and say, yes, that's right. Christ comes first in my heart first, then in my relationships, then in my home as a a broader entity. But we need to do something with it. What will you do to ensure that Christ is central to your life? Forget about the others in your home for just a minute. What will you do to begin ensuring that is true? And we've all heard things like quiet time and daily devotional and Prayer and going to a small group, going to church, those are all wonderful things. And they are the kinds of things I would hope you would turn to in answer to this question. But keep in mind, they are not things we do to check off a box. They are things we do in order to facilitate a deeper union between ourselves and the Lord Jesus Christ. They're not just religious actions. They're not just practices that make us somehow righteous in and of themselves, they don't make us righteous. It's as we come to them with a heart that is eager to know God, that we begin seeing Christ as our life, as the one who is leading us every step of the way. I would love to hear your thoughts about this idea of you going first as you build a Christ-centered home. You can reach me at carrie, C-A-R-E-Y, at Christian Home and family.com It's my hope that that episode was a blessing and encouragement to you as you endeavor to lead your family to express radical faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. If you would do me the favor of going to the description area for this episode in your podcast player or app or going to com slash subscribe and subscribing to this podcast. That will help us rank higher in iTunes and get more people exposed to the message of radical faith for generations. I hope you'll join me again for the Christian Home and Family Podcast.